We are hey, live. Yo. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, sitting at home. Watching. Oh, wait. I gotta go this way. Watching TV. Naked and afraid. Oh, I was like, what's that thing? Naked and afraid. And <laughs> you still have to go into work? And then there's a putty tat right there. Oh, I see him. I see him. Yeah. Do I have so to go work tomorrow? What we're doing. Yeah, yeah, I got work tomorrow. Where? Yeah, but are we going to do a show this Tuesday? Uh, quarantine show? <laughs> I don't think we can. I got this cough. I don't think it's. I don't think it's coronavirus. I haven't been anywhere where I could possibly contract coronavirus. You've been coughing for like two months. Yeah, I know. I don't think it's coronavirus. If I had coronavirus, I think I already had it earlier this year. Like when was that? Like in January. When January. did you go? To, when did you go to Disney World? January. I brought it back. But I don't think, no, I was sick before you left. You left me sick. Remember, I didn't eat for a whole week. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, and yeah. then you got sick again. Somebody's knocking on the quarantine door. Hey, you. Huh? Said somebody is knocking on the quarantine door. We'll bring him into the quarantine party. We have nothing else to do. Yo! Who is it? Let's see. Oh, it's ah! Tommy, you on quarantine? Yep. yep. Sure am. <laughs> I am too. Look, it hit me. I got no eyebrows. <laughs> so, Tom, do you hey, have listen. to work with this quarantine or what? Yes, sir. I'm gonna be patient zero. Yep, I'm gonna end up being. I'm gonna end up being patient zero. Tom, how bad do you think this is really gonna be? Like, are you staying in your house? I'm limiting where I go and how much I. How much I go out for a while. We we have to be kind of cautious because you got Mama B there. Yeah, and we just got finished being sick. We actually may yeah. have a we may be we may be immune now. Um. Yeah. So, do you think it's going to be as bad as what everybody thinks? I or think it's going to be. I, th I think it's going to be worse. Because some people think it's not going to be anything at all. And the problem I that I have about it is everything that I read about it, like I'm, I'm not talking about like just news stories or like Fox News or whatever. But when you start reading like the scientific reports, like everything that I read, it like it doesn't get better the more that I learn. And I think that's no. the biggest issues. There's hey, there's somebody else knocking on the quarantine door. Oh, quarantine party. Bring them in. Nothing else to do. This is hey, Sunday up, from now on. Is it Sunday? I don't know. I think so. Oh, it's Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Jeffrey, have you caught the coronavirus yet? <laughs> oh, look yep, he sure has. He got it. Nah, I only do modelos. <laughs> no, you got a cough. What's going on? I uh, got it on Thursday and uh, was pretty bad uh, Friday and Saturday, but I'm feeling better today. Got a runny nose. That's about it. No fever and no body aches, so no corona. Oh, uh, it, it might be something else. Yeah, it might be something else entirely. So what Hopefully. you're saying is, is that you have coronavirus? <laughs> what I'm saying is, I got four kids that are very asthmatic, and I'm stuck in my room because they don't want it. So you self quarant you self quarantined? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm just sticking in my room so I don't have to go buy medicine for four sick kids. So I'd rather be sick myself. So. We got so me and Tom were just talking. Me and Tom were just talking. Like, how much have you looked into this whole coronavirus thing, Jeff? Uh, I've been looking a lot and uh, trying not to deal with just the media. Just like looking at like the CDC things that they're saying, and trying to get more information from non like mainstream media locations. Trying to get more information. Yeah, I, well, I think it's gonna get worse and it gets better. I, I'm glad you came on, Jeff, so we can see you one more one more time before you're dead. We got. We got one more person knocking on the door. Oh, shit. Bring him into the quarantine party. Oh, now it's a party. Oh, we're getting smaller. Now it's a party. Steph. Hey. Steph, the one that's the man that is immune to the to the coronavirus because it doesn't affect black people. Yeah. Now, normally you claim that you're Indian, but now since uh, black people are immune to the coronavirus, are you going to claim that you're full black or what? No, no, not full. Just that small percentage, of course. <laughs> No, seriously. I, I, I heard this rumor so many times. I don't even know where it came from <laughs> that it doesn't affect black people. But I think it's in Africa now. Isn't the coronavirus in Africa? Well, the, didn't a guy from Jazz that got affected? He's black. 
the guy from right the basketball player oh the guy that was whooping around yep then they also said the kids were immune to the to the coronavirus and then that player from the utah jazz is out signing autographs and a kid from like staten island that just encountered him just long enough to get an autograph he got the coronavirus Wow. He was like ten years old, so this I don't know. There's so many. There's so many myths. There's so much, you know, just false information out there. So much hype and everything that it's really hard to tell, like where this really stands. I think the bottom line is I. Th- I don't think anybody <laughs> has that. Has there goes Jeff giving everybody coronavirus that's watching, but He's I spreading it to us. Yeah, you can get it digitally. I, I don't think I it works that way. I, <laughs> I heard a terrible. I heard a terrible. <laughs> If it doesn't, I'm gonna start spreading that rumor anyway. Right? I, I got I got my daughter's lucky unicorn, so I think I'm fine. So I was reading something today, and you guys all you, you guys all know our friend Marlo, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Well, that thing that I posted up with was all those screenshots and his guy telling about experiences in uh, Korea. Mm-hmm. That, that is Marwa's brother. Oh and, shit! Um, oh shit! That's a credible so, source. You know, they're talking about Korea because Korea's had Korea's had to deal with these like pandemics before. And so they're pretty well versed in this. And um, even over there, he was saying that, you know, they, they responded really fast. They shut everything down. And over there, it's not like, you know, Americans that know better. Like everybody since like January or yeah, since January has been wearing like the, the, the N95, whatever respirator mask. And over there still like one guy showed up to an office building. According to him, one guy showed up to an office building. And he had the fever and he went in there and he was coughing and sneezing, all that other kind of stuff. And just from that one guy entering the office building, 77 people on that floor tested positive. Wow. And then I was talking to another guy today. He he was reading a report coming out of China. And the China guys, the China reports from their, um, the World Health Organization, all that, they were saying that like somebody in public, if they sneeze and you're in like a contained room, it can like linger in the air and be active for 10 minutes. <laughs> well, I also saw that report where they said it what lives on surfaces for like 24 hours instead of eight hours, like the normal flu or something like that. Yeah. So it's, it's uh, defying gravity 10 minutes in the air, 10 minutes in the ground. But see, that's the thing. It's like you hear all this stuff and it's like, what's true? What's not? I, think, I, I don't think, think they, I don't think anybody really knows. I don't think they really have a handle on it either. But I mean, what you do know is like, Steph, you were showing me that picture earlier today where like there's been 160,000 cases so far and 6,000 deaths, something like that. Those yes. numbers are in the park, right? Yeah. What I came from know, John Hopkins University. John Hopkins. So what you do know just by that number alone is that that number represents about 4% of the people that have caught it have died. And I think that's the thing that's so scary about it or why there's so much hype about it. It's that 4% percentage. So, I mean, chances are any of us, except Jeff, because he's in poor health, but any of us <laughs> here that that if we were to catch the coronavirus. I'm, I'm the 4%. Bad, yeah, yeah. Jeff's a 4%er. But everybody else, if we were to catch it, we're going to be fine. No, none of us have respiratory infections or anything like that. We're not. I'm me and Steph are the me, Steph and Tom are the oldest people in here. And uh, but I think we're in good enough health that we're just gonna have the flu for a couple of weeks and be done with it. The problem is, is how easily it's spread. And if that's true, it's that four percent of like spreading it to somebody like Tom's mom or some somebody like that. That's a little bit older, not as in in, 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 in as great health. And that's where the real issue comes in. Like, hey. I, I, I almost think like it's guaranteed that I work around too many people. Tom, you got, think uh... you're going to get it? No. Got somebody else knocking no. on the door. But wait, oh, there's more. Man. What's up, guys? Ray! Hey. Raymundo, you are definitely patient zero at the strip club, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still hey, at is, work is, right now, too. Is the strip club shutting down or no way? Uh, as of now, no. Our lawyer said that we sh- are good to go. For now, For the now. lawyer said you're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not the doctor, but the lawyer Wait. said we're good to go. Unless his office is inside the building, I probably wouldn't trust his judgment. <laughs> right? I want to go home too. Shit. Are you guys so taking Raymundo. any kind of extra like precautions or anything? 
Yeah, we are uh, pretty much uh, screening everybody's temperature before they walk in, employees and guests and all that stuff. Oh, Ray, are, like you, are you using the same thermometer? Hold on. Hold on. It's not the, hey, Raimundo. It's, I, it's I, a non-contact thermometer. I've heard it that the uh, that the dancers are wearing N95 respirator G strings. Is that true? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's like requirement now. <laughs> uh, is Raimundo? Is it also true that under the current circumstances and the spread of bodily fluids, that the ping pong girl that shoots the ping pong balls has been put on hold? <laughs> we don't have any ping pong girls. Not anymore, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess not anymore. Uh, so what do you think, Raimundo? You're, you're there. You're at the club. You're talking to a lot of people. What do you think about this whole situation? It's fucking nuts, man. It's just like, goddamn, it's getting real. Uh, we have this. Is there still people like coming in and showing up, or is it pretty dry? Well, I was off last night, but it seemed like it was an okay night. Not as good as usual. Tonight it's okay. Uh, today I'm still waiting to see. Uh, but yeah, it's okay. It's I guess some people are still afraid. I mean, some people are afraid, some are not. They don't give a fuck. They just want to see titties. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Raymundo. Okay. Yeah, sure. Now, now hold on. Let's let's raise hands. How many people think that this is going to get a whole lot worse? And well, I mean, I think it's going to get a whole lot worse. Missy thinks it's going to get a whole lot worse. You guys don't. Everybody, I think the people. I think the people are gonna get more worse because no. they're gonna get more aggressive and more aggressive until. Dude, hell yeah! I love, like last night, like food for less and all these shits were closed down super early because everything was gone and people were getting in fights over here in Rialto and shit. At Walmart, they had armed guards in the store and in the front. Yeah, when we pulled up to Winco today, there was like at least three cops in the parking lot from there and at Walmart right in front of it. And, I don't know, and it's necessary. Well, Life PD went to the Walmart. Uh, I think it was yesterday because some guy was getting crazy over toilet paper. And this is the crazy shit. This is the crazy shit. Toilet paper is like the shit that I don't know why the fuck people are buying. You don't need toilet paper. You don't need fucking three fucking twenty-four packs of toilet paper. Let me tell you, I got a buddy who's a truck driver that lo- unloaded today for Stater Brothers. The shelves that they normally have in the warehouse there completely fucking empty. Yeah, and that's at the warehouse. In the warehouse, it's empty. Mm. Yeah, even like uh, we we get our supplies from like a depot and shit, and they have no like sanitizer and all that shit we need. Like we're scavenging, like going to stores to try to find shit, and we can't find shit. They're staying open. Well, they're staying open for now. I mean, a lot of these businesses can't afford to shut down. A lot of like mom pop, like bars and pubs. I mean, if they shut down for a month, that would be the end of the business. Yep. You know Problem I mean? is, if you keep running and nobody's coming in, it's costing you more money on top of that because you're still open. Right. Yep. Well, yep. For for example, freaking uh, Chef Aaron, Ballast Point still open right now. And yeah, but I saw videos of him and. There was nobody there. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. I mean, the place is just dead. Just dead. But they're yep. still open. For now. Yeah. For now. I, I no, so. I, I I, honestly think, and, and I said this, I don't know, a couple weeks ago in our chat, that they're going to shut us down. We're going to be in a government-issued quarantine. Yep. Well, I mean, yeah, it's going to take martial law right for that shit, though. It's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I don't think there's enough police in the country to make that happen. People will do. Most people will do it on their own, but the people who don't want to are going to be a problem. You know, it's what the national guards for. Well, and that's why they yeah. had to shut every. That's why they had to shut everything down because there's there's only one way to keep everybody away from each other is to just force it and just pull the plug, shut it all down. Nope. And then. And there's a lot of, you know, it seems like a lot of people that I talk to, like I was talking to them, like, I don't know, when did we first start hearing about this coronavirus? We started posting about it in RU in the news, in our news group right away. Well, my first I think it week, was like three, three maybe four weeks ago at the most. Yeah. And, and so it, I've seen it progressively get like, at first people were like, oh no, this is just another bird flu. It's just another SARS. This is just another Y2K. It's just another bullshit, blah, 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 blah. 
But as you start talking to these same people, it's still there's still people out there that think it's all a hoax or whatever, which I don't understand how people could think this is a hoax when you have countries all over the world shutting down. But I think people are coming to the realization that, okay, oh, this, this might be real. You know, it's something's really happening here. But I don't think, you know, where, you know where it's going to get bad. I think it's going to get bad like this. I think what's going to happen is we're going to sit here in this quarantine and some people are going to be like, okay, let's stay inside. And we're going to do that. And then people are going to start posting. Yeah, I got it. You know, brace yourself. The coronavirus posts are coming. The people that got it. And then people are going to start posting saying, oh, I got it. It wasn't that bad. I feel better. And then that's when people are going to be like, well, fuck this shit. I'm going out. It's game over. I'm getting back in the public. And like, I think this is just going to slow it down for a little bit, which they're trying to do. But I think Americans by nature, once people start recovering and they start feeling a little bit better, everybody's going to be back on the streets and then we're going to get another big spike. And I, I just don't think it's going to be good. And like I said, the thing uh, is, how do you know unless you actually get tested? And that's the thing, like with China, a lot of people are like posting like different things. That, oh, 36,000 people were released from hospitals. They got over it. Well, this is what they should be. You should be ready for this shit because, yeah, 36,000 people got released. But how many people ended up dying in China? Because they're not going to release those numbers in China. Yeah, but the, I mean, the thing is, most people are going to recover. That's just the way that it goes. Like, I think I don't think people understand that the four percent mortality mortality rate and who it affects, how dangerous that is. Because oh, that bottom is, line yeah. is, bottom line is, ninety-seven out of a hundred people are going to be released and they're going to be just fine. 90, 96 to ninety-seven. It's that four percent that is dramatic. Because if this yeah. thing was to take off and spread like the normal flu, where forty-six million people get it. 4% of 46 million people is a lot of freaking deaths. Yeah, what is right. that, like a million people? You yeah, know? Again, it's mostly the elderly that are dying, though. Yeah. But I, uh, I well, I guess so we'll have to see. It, you know, what's so scary about it is it, it spreads so fast. It spreads faster than the flu, you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. It's like, how long can we really quarantine yourselves? Like, for me... I'm in. I'm pretty much in the entertainment business, and like work has come to a grinding Whoop. halt. You know what I mean? Yeah, Nate, you can be the sorry, star of the sorry. show. <laughs> no, I, I was um, trying to mute myself. Sorry. But you know, the thing is, is I'm in the entertainment business, and the work for me is is basically ground to a, a screeching halt. And I know there's a lot of other people out there, especially people in the service industry, like that, that live paycheck to paycheck. And like, what are you going to do? Like, how many people can really afford to not work for 30 days? I know for me, it's going to be like, well, shit, I can. No, and that's, and, and that's going to be the big problem is how, what, what are you going to do with people like, like you, Jake, or people that work in the, in the, as hourly employees, what are they going to do? Because they don't have, it's not like they can just take off a month. No. And I, so I, think, I, think, I think I saw a statistic the other day that 40% of America's, Americans, 40% of Americans couldn't afford a $400 emergency bill if it was to come walking through the door. You know, whether it be a car accident, whether it be anything. 40% oh, of Americans, me. if they got hit with a $400 bill extra, they couldn't afford it. So that means people, 40% of Americans at least are living paycheck to paycheck. So what's going to happen when people don't have money, even if food's available, if people don't have the money to buy, I mean, this is set up to be potentially pretty volatile, especially when you get out like a week or two from now. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yep. No, it, it's... Yeah, it's... But I heard somewhere where they'll let them do unemployment if they do, do quarantine or some shit, but then that also takes a while to um, process so people well, can't it, live through like you said paycheck paycheck type shit but see it's like not, i'm looking at the comments in there and it's like it's like garrett a lot of people are recovering from this well yeah no shit sherlock 97 percent are going to recover from this or 96 percent. it's not it is not a death sentence but it's still dangerous to that four percent but I think, but but see that attitude right there, that attitude right there, where, where and I'm not saying he doesn't give a fuck about the four percent of the elderly or people with leukemia or people with respiratory infections. I don't think this quarantine is going to last. People are going to be like, "Fuck it, I'm going back to work," and it's going to affect these that four percent pretty bad. I, I don't yeah, think we can quarantine the nation for thirty days. Yeah, because there's going to be a lot of people that don't have like the time, vacation time, sick time, 
or any mm -hmm. of that to be able to, you know, if the company doesn't uh, just pay them flat out, like a lot of them aren't going to have that sick or paid leave or vacation time extra to just be able to be off that time. Exactly. Okay. True. So, you know, here's here, somebody in the comments. I'm not going to give any names because I, we don't need to give names. But in a worst case scenario, the model says, and I've seen a lot of these scenarios, the model says that the illness will spread for up to 18 months, infecting between 160 million and, 250, and 214 million Americans and killing between 200,000 and 1.7 million people. That's a worst That's case a scenario. That's a lot. Um, That's a lot. That's a lot. And like the best case scenario is about 200,000 deaths. And and, and, and and the fact is, is these numbers, like, you know, like they say, only a thousand have died. And Garrett's wrong on that. There's been about 6,000 deaths. The bottom line that you have to pay attention to is of the people that have contracted it right now, it's sitting at, at about 4% that have, that have died. And I think yeah, like, like our regular, normal, everyday flu is like 1%, you know? Well, look yeah, at, like look, at uh, look at uh, Italy now. If you're over the age of 80 and you catch it, they're not treating you. Yeah. yeah so, it's a death okay. sentence, basically. And and, and and that's exactly right. And the whole quarantine process is to slow to, to to slow the curve, which means that we don't have these spike in the hospitals because the bottom line is the hospitals can't handle this type of an influx of patients. And like they are doing in Italy, it's a triage situation where they have to choose who lives and who dies, who gets the ventilator and who doesn't, because they can't just um, they can't treat everybody. So if you're in Italy right now and if you're over 80 years old, they're letting them die, you know, and it's that is like a scary that's a scary reality of what could happen here in America. And the only thing that can slow it down and can stop it is this what people think is nonsense, but it's just quarantine, you know, um, that's just going to slow it down. And hopefully we don't ex excel past what the resources are in the hospitals when it does start to hit here hard. So I think I think uh, Italy is about 11 days ahead of us in this whole thing. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, Italy is up there. Iran is up there. Uh, of course, China. I think Iran is third. Italy is second, pretty much. And if you look at the numbers, a lot of people are looking, oh, there's not that many people. If you just look, uh, I saw numbers for the state of Washington uh, two days ago. There was like 420 people contracted it. 31% died. 31 died. And if you look at that number, it's that's 7% of 420 died that got it. And that's in, and that's in American and hospitals. That's, yep. Not exceeding our... Try to think about it even more personal. That Think about 100 people that you know. Mm-hmm. And imagine yeah. the four died on the spot. And then think about the next hundred that you know. And then four more of them died on the spot. Right. It seems like not so bad when you're talking the whole world, but if you look at it like even a more personal level, losing that many people close yeah. to you. Because I mean, fuck, I and I know thousands and thousands of people. You would think, and if just randomly right. those people started dropping dead, four here, four there, it's enough to be nervous about. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. Dude. Well, here's the thing. I think most people are selfish, and they're like, "Oh, well, so what if I get it?" Okay, yeah. So what if you get it? And most, probably, most likely, you'll survive during it. But will your grandparents or your parents survive if they catch it from you? Probably not. Or you know? if, you, do, if you give it to someone that, else, like, a friend, and they I'm take it home really from us. Yeah, right. Right now, like, my I'm mom is really uh, in El Salvador. That. Like my mom right now is in El Salvador. There's no cases over there. She was planning to come down here uh, next week, and they shut down any flights coming in and out of El Salvador. She luckily was able to, uh, what's name, get her money back from her flight, but they're not letting one, anyone in or out. They're like, if you want to leave, that's up to you, but the airport is totally shut down over there right now, because they don't want, even though they don't have any cases, they don't want anyone coming in with it. Yeah, well, look at Mexico. Yeah. They're trying to get the U.S., anybody from the U.S. to come into Mexico. Yep. And that, shit, and that, but going back to what Missy said, that people have to stop it with the fuck it attitude. They have to just say, okay, you yeah. know what, we're gonna do what we can and not go out in giant groups and not, you know, and just stay the fuck home if you can. Just stay home. Oh, safe than sorry. Yeah, just stay just it's yep. the the quicker we do this and the quicker everybody adheres to it for a while, the less chance we have of spreading it. Yeah, cool. Now, 
that doesn't yeah, mean I, that I don't believe that there's also other things nefarious afoot because of this. But we know how that goes. But what's the yeah. case scenario? Better safe than sorry? Like, yeah, you know no, I, mean? I just think the government's going to use this as an excuse to kind of take some control and remove a few. Wasn't this on the books in the first place? Bullshit. And now they're all getting serious about it. Yeah. <laughs> A lot happened mm -hmm. before this. And yeah, I mean, I'm out there. The last three days, like, fortunately, we had most of the stuff we needed, but I wanted to kind of get some extra now because I figured if I don't, then it's going to be gone. So yeah. I did, and it's nuts out there in the streets. Dude. There's lines. Yeah, and, that's the, sure and that's the problem. Everybody's buying up everything that they don't need, and the people that need it can't get shit. Dude, it's I went like, to the grocery store yesterday, and the only thing they had in the canned food item shelves was, like, enchilada sauce. <laughs> there was no, there was no noodles. There was no soup. There was no canned beans. Like everything was completely fucking gone. I tend to yeah. figure that on Friday shit was gonna hit the fan because that was the fifteenth. The end. People that get paid on the fifteenth by weekly Friday, everyone was gonna get paid this Friday. And as soon as I pulled into my office, the supermarket that's in the same lot, the line was out the fucking door. I was like. Like just any kind of line of food. We went in there just for my regular, you know, I get a Gatorade every day. All of this shit was gone. I was like, God damn it. It's just weird. Yeah, when I get off of work, I'm probably going to try to hit some supermarket, see if I can find anything. Hey, I wish yeah. you the best of luck with that one, man. So two, I was in the grocery store two hours yesterday. Two hours. The place to go if you really want to get shit right now is like the smaller stuff. The the pop market, that kind of shit. Go to yeah. uh, 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 Shanahan. <laughs> We're trying to make uh, some dinner tonight and we needed noodles. Shanna had to go to a Mexican market to get noodles. And that's the thing is like even the Mexican markets that I normally shop at, like for my regular stuff, the white folk are going in there because yeah. the regular stores already ran out they're, of everything. Yeah, they're empty. And you, know what's, and you know what's amazing about this? It's like our grocery system has been around for years, and it's always supplied the needs that we've had. And, and, and of course, some people are hoarding. Some people are going in there, and they're shopping. Instead of for shopping for the next five days, they're stocking up on what they need for the next 30 days. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's causing this whole influx. And then every well, time they have posted... Every time a picture is posted of empty shelves, it creates more panic and people go out. But I mean, it's it's almost it's unavoidable in a situation like this. It, 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 it really is. What was the last time that you had to kill a cow to make a hamburger for yourself? Or never. Steak? It's been a few weeks. You never had to. You go to your local store. You pick up a steak. You tell them, you know, you want to buy. Give me two pounds, and uh, you know, let's go home and cook your shit up. We are weeks away from anything serious like that happening. If the grocery stores stop shipping or people stop moving shit like that, the majority of the country has no clue how to feed themselves or how to take care of Should themselves. Should you send them to go hunting? Dude, who's going to... How many people who's have rifles that are going to go up to the, you know, places where hunting is legal? I'm just saying, if they don't get it together within three weeks, it's going to get a fuck ton worse because people just don't... We don't, we don't live in a country where... You have to be concerned about taking care of yourself beyond grocery stores unless you live in the mountains somewhere or you grew up in the middle of Tennessee or some shit like that where you can hunt your own animals and, and get your own water from streams and, and, you know, shit out of the ground. You're a normal person like myself, for example. <laughs> I mean, fortunately, we, you know, we're doing OK. <clears throat> but a month out from now, like, what do you do? What do you do? You're a normal guy, your stockbroker, your guy who works at the grocery store down the street. You know what I mean? You're your your local mechanic entire guy. Like what starts to happen to these people when the grocery stores fall apart? What do we do? What's the it, next You know, one of the one of the really unfortunate things about that because a lot of we're all Southern California. And Southern California is just not set up for that immediate self-sustaining lifestyle. I mean, it's 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 definitely going to go to take what your neighbor has before it goes out to hunting a deer or something. I mean, there's no deers in fucking Moreno Valley. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, um, yeah, it's interesting times. Like I said, I think I think most likely Americans are just going to be like, well, fuck this quarantine shit. We're going back to work. We're doing what we do. And except for people in extreme cases like the entertainment industry, which legally they're not going to be allowed to do. 
But I think I think they're just gonna be like, fuck it. And they're gonna go out there and it's gonna spread like crazy and there's gonna be a death toll. I mean, I, I think but it's I, almost unavoidable. The but only it, way but, they can keep this whole country on quarantine for that long would be to pay them to be on quarantine and and you know move house payments, rent payments around, like just put everything on hold. And but but I don't see that happening either. I don't think I don't think the government could afford to do that. Well, I know to really to support people to sit on their ass for the next two months. Well, what did they say? Trump was already talking about doing a uh, (coughs) a payroll tax uh, exemption for the rest of the year or something like that. That works for good for people who are on payroll. Yeah, but there's a lot of people that aren't on payroll. You know what I mean? And oh yeah, no. people that aren't in that boat, and still even cutting the payroll tax. What, what, Tom? You heard, you saw, you knew more about that. Like, what do you know about that payroll tax? It's just like so, Social Security and Medicare, right? Yeah. So whatever funds Social Security. So they said the average person who makes fifty thousand will see about an about an extra seventy six dollars in their paycheck a week. Yeah, and it caps out at like one thirty, one hundred and thirty seven thousand. So if you make more than that, then you're not paying that tax anyways. Yeah. Well, I mean, a hundred bucks a week, that's, that's great. I'm sure a lot of people could use that, but at the same time, if there's not a hundred dollars worth of groceries to buy, it, what does it matter? Yeah. And I, and I think that's the thing that people are missing in all this beyond the people getting sick economically, what it's going to do to this country. I mean, yeah, we can bounce back, but the longer this goes on, the, the harder it's going to be. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I've, I'm curious what's going to happen when the stock market opens tomorrow. <laughs> I think it's going to tank again, but I guess we'll see tomorrow. And there's a lot of people that are calling for that too, that this stock market has not hit bottom. You know, um, the one good thing about it is is though, that if you buy now and it goes, starts going back up, you're going to make a little bit of money. Yeah. Yeah. But I think more, I think there, it's not, it's not the people that have the money to like do that, to buy on this dip and buy in the stock market because the stock market will recover eventually. I'm more concerned about the percentage of Americans that are in that paycheck to paycheck state where they're not worried about buying stocks right now. And they're worried about food and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It could could be a nasty situation. And I don't want to like, I don't want to like breed panic or anything, but it's like the reality is like, you know, all these doomsday prepper motherfuckers, they've been saying this shit for, for years, you know, that we need to have like supplies on hand for times like oh, this. Oh, you mean and like this is like a one that came left field. In the desert? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Steph's been pushing forever to, to get us to go together to buy a bunker uh, yes. off of river. And I think all of us have uh, said no and probably regretting it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right now, we could all be in the bunker in our own court <laughs> together, not getting the coronavirus, except for Jeff, because he's on the borderline right now. Yeah, Jeff. I don't know. He sounds kind yeah, of Jeff. I, I, you know, well, let's just have your memorial now. You're always a funny guy. <laughs> You're always a pleasure to be around. Um, oh, shit. It, it, I hate to see you go out like this, but, you know, you're a four percenter. What can we say? <laughs> But Jeff, Jeff, you got to think of the show. If you're gonna do it, you have to do it live on the show, though. So don't worry, dude. I'll I'll live stream from the hospital. Don't worry. (laughs) We're gonna live stream his last breath. (laughs) It's fucked up. Kids crying and shit. Wife is static. Just think of the ratings, though. (laughs) You know what? I'm getting that now for my daughter. You know what? I but but you know what? It, It it keeps blowing my mind. Is is that we're so early into this? And it's already so panicky, and we're just yeah. at the beginning. That's you because I mean? people have no clue how to deal with shit like this. This is not something they're used to. You have to think about how much. What's the What's the average age of the uh, people in the United States right now? What would you say? Oh, I don't. More know. young people I, I, or more old people? I'm assuming it's probably like thirty. Right now, of legal like age, they're saying that uh, there was a thing. Um, Kids of legal voting age are now outnumbering the boomers. That part. See, so yeah. collectively, they've never been through any shit like this. Yeah, no. you no. see us, we're Gen there Xers. Is. Like, every one of us, well, maybe Nate, Nate's a little bit younger than us, but we're Ooh. Gen Xers. We're the latchkey kids that we were at home, we knew what to do, we could feed ourselves. Like, the younger kids and the older people, yeah, no. 
That that's who I'm more like us at this age right now. We were the kids that were always home alone. We were always, you know, we had to take care of ourselves before, you know, mom and dad got home from work. Compared to now that, you know, a lot of them millennials are more coddled and the older people are just like, you guys are dumbasses. So, Dude, Jeff, I've been making blue box macaroni and cheese since I was 10 years old, bro. I know how yeah, to survive. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in your pipe and smoke it. Um, but, you know, one other interesting thing is that, that that story that I posted about the guy from uh, Korea. Because Korea's had they've got they've gone through outbreaks like this before, so they're much more prepped for it. But it's a different culture over there. Like even during their whole process of this, their grocery stores never ran out of food. They never ran out of toilet paper. They never ran out of paper towels. Um, because I guess the, the hoarding the hoarding aspect isn't a part of their culture. I guess you can say, or they're used to it. So I think I think that there has to be. I mean, more foods out there, foods out there. It's going to come to the grocery stores, but I think the grocery stores are going to have to like really start cracking down on people limiting. No, you can't have 200 gallons of milk and a thousand rolls of toilet paper and 25 gallons of hand sanitizers. I think in the, in the private sector, the store owners and, and stuff like that are going to start having to put limits. Now they did start doing some limits up here at the target. Um, the target, when I went in there, they were out, but, I heard them saying that the news was coming because the news wanted to ask them questions because they were limiting people to buying one bundle of toilet paper at a time. You know what I mean? And I, so I think in the private sector, this because there's enough food out there, there's enough groceries and stuff out there. We just got, it just has to be limited to what people actually need, you know? Well, like now even Rite Aid and CVS up here, they're blocking off the aisles where canned food is toilet paper cleaning supplies there it's blocked off and it says if you need something come ask for assistance we'll get it for you yeah see what about the guys like jeff though that have five kids if he goes by himself or just him and his wife to the store and they can actually justify needing more things than the average person because they have more people to care for in the home you know so they see him walking outside with five cases of water not knowing that he has five kids at home they get pissed off. They get aggressive. It turns into some big thing, you know, because I mean, it's how do you police it? How do you You're police right. the guy who needs it versus the guy who does not? Right. And yeah, it was a big flip. It was like that guy that got banned off of Amazon for buying 17,000 Lysol supplies and was trying to sell it. And now he's pretty much fucked because he can't get his money back and he can't sell on Amazon or eBay. Well, that's his fault for selling the $5 item for $40. Yep. <laughs> Don't be an asshole. But that's why when we were talking about martial law earlier, I think that's going to come into play because I think they're going to get like they're going to get the National Guard out there regulating groceries and stuff like that. And they're going to make you show up with birth certificates or some bullshit for yeah. your shopping and stuff like that. After that, Unless though, we regulate ourselves. Know, they'll if we be don't regulate ourselves, door. the government will do it for you because America is the country of we need Big Daddy to tell us what's right for us because we're too stupid to think on our own. Yeah, what happens? Yeah. I'm knocking at your door, though. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm, how many bullets do you have in this home? How many guns do you have in this home? We need all of them. We need them all. We got to take all your guns. We got to take all your ammo. Because now they know how much you're buying. Yeah, but I, I think I think it's going to be more of a food thing, you know, it's life sustenance. They're, that's no, that's be, where it starts, though. That's where it starts. You're right. That's where it starts. That's where it starts. When people get hungry, they get angry. When they get angry... Shit starts to happen. Yep. I don't know, man. So, Steph, what are you going to do different in, in your life in the next couple weeks? Like, like we're talking about this impending stuff that could go potentially wrong. What are you going to do different? Well, fortunately, um, I'm not a dumbass, and I like to keep a few things around the house that I know you're probably going to need in the future. And toilet paper happens to be one of them. You're never going to stop shitting. So you're always going to need – I mean, we keep stuff, you know? We yeah. keep stuff. But as far as that, I probably am going to just spend a lot of time at homes working on my cars and shit, you know, doing my thing just to limit my own. Because, like, I, you know, I have a granddaughter. And the last thing I want to do, whether she's going to get sick or not, is, is even remotely get close to infecting her with some silly shit because I was being an asshole. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I have yeah. people I care about. I would never want to get sick. So if I can limit that by just, you know, Doing my thing away from the rest of the people for a while. I can do that. I can survive that. 
And I think, and I, and I've heard a couple of churches doing this where they're setting up teams of, you know, people that are willing to go out in public. Um, the, you know, the problem is, is we have, and it, it kind of goes unnoticed, but there's a lot of elderly people that are over that 65 year old mark over that seven year old mark that are, they're, they're deathly afraid to go out right now because the, you know, the media has hyped it up so much, but there is a real concern and they're afraid to go out. And so yeah, they, they still system. wipe their asses and they're still hungry too. They eat like the rest of us. Exactly. So, I mean, if people want to do something good in these times, I mean, I think they should look around and I know religious organizations, some churches are doing it where they're building teams of people that aren't afraid to go and, you know, pick up a shopping list for an old couple and go get them groceries and stuff. Because I mean, they have a legitimate fear, especially, especially older people that are sick and that have issues, you know, you know who I know for sure is doing that. The Mormons. The more, yeah, the Mormons have been prepping for this kind of situation for years. I mean, that's oh, been yeah. bread in their in their, their magic under their magic underwear keeps them safe from coronavirus. I think. <laughs> hey, let me tell you, I got some some Mormons very close to me in my life, and uh, they're all good people, but they definitely take care of themselves as well. Like they, you know, they 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 are really about the neighborhood and the community and and the church. Like they're they're pretty stand up folks, at least the ones that I know. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So they do get a lot of big help from the church. You know, when you're down and you're part of the Mormon church, man, they come down, they help you out. Anything, yeah. food, water, they help you move, you know what I mean? Jobs, like all kinds of stuff. So, no, no, that's, yeah, that's, where, yeah, and that's where that type of a social network comes in handy in a situation like this where you have yeah. good people to rely on. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there that don't have that. And that's where the, that's where the problems are going to arise. Mm. I, I guess I'm so used to relying on myself for so long, you know, like, Right. Yeah. I don't really leave that choice up to other people. But then again, I'm also not 85 years old. And sick. Yeah. So. It's crazy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, only thing we can do is hurry up and wait and see how this all plays out at this point. <laughs> Keep having quarantine parties. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was reading in the, in the I mean, chat I, right in, now. And realistically, from everything that I've read, from everything that I've seen, from, you know, like real scientists and stuff, and I'm not saying I'm an expert by any means, but the quarantine is like the, it's like the best thing that you can do, especially quarantining hard right now, you know? Well, it makes it sense. What it is. Before it blows out of proportion. Uh, it, it, I mean, <laughs> common sense says it'll be much more difficult to spread if everybody stays away from each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, hey, <laughs> when was it? When was it like three weeks ago where I said, watch, the coronavirus is going to bring an end to Jeff Reitz's uh, streak at Disneyland? Yeah, sure enough. You, the poor guy got to, he was so looking forward to going to Disneyland for 3,000 days consecutively, which I believe would have happened on the 16th. And his last day there, he was so close. It was 2,995 days. So, question. Wow. But does it count because the parks were closed though? Right. Like, it's not like it's not like he didn't go in the park. Hey man, consecutive days are consecutive days. Yeah, he's he's been in contact with Guinness and everything, and the record was consecutive days at the same theme park, uninterrupted consecutive days. And you know, That's it's tough. actually it's actually hard to to imagine that Disneyland hasn't had to close. I mean, they've closed early on certain days, but for the last eight years that he's been doing this, they haven't had a full day's closure in eight years. Well, didn't yeah, because the last time they closed, I think, was 9-11, right? I, I don't know. I read that somewhere. But didn't he say something like, uh, like, I don't know what would take for me to stop going? Well, well, I guess the world was the answer to that question. <laughs> I heard they put, you know, sent them out pretty nice, though. He got to take some pictures with, like, the president of Disneyland and you know, they did some stuff for him, from what I understand. At least they took yeah. care of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty cool. Well, you know, for them, it's all promotion. Time, time for him to start a new streak. Right. <laughs> Do you think he would really start up again after that? After eight years solid? No way. No. From what I, I read up, he was uh, planning a Walt Disney World trip. So. We'll oh see God, he won't be back for eight years. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna move on properly somewhere. <laughs> right. But that's know. a big thing for, for some of these companies. They're pushing out a couple weeks, but is it gonna be is it gonna be longer than that? You know, yeah. what happens when two weeks goes by and we're still not where we need to be yet? Are they gonna push it out two more weeks? 
Well, you know, for the for the county of Riverside, um, they sent out they sent out a letter regarding uh, gatherings of of more than 250 people, and they you know the first letter they sent out you had to have less than 250 people in any large gatherings, and the dates that they had that in effect for were all of March until April 30th, so they were already writing the paperwork for two months. Wow. Wow. Boston, Boston's limiting it to 25. Yeah, I, honestly, I don't think because, you know, like Disneyman said, they're, they're going to open on April 1st and other things. That could be an be, April Fool's joke, though. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised at all if that doesn't happen. I think it's going to go longer than to, to than, than to just the end of this month. I think it's going to go longer. They should hold that on the monthly pass holders that are paying monthly. If we can't go, they, why should we pay? Well, they, I know they already said they're going to extend it, yeah. like extend it, but if we can't go, why should we pay for these months? You know, if they close it down for about a month. Oh, well, I, think there's, yeah, I think there's clause in the, in the contract you sign. Oh, yeah, yeah for the 12, I, it has to be paid in 12 months. I think, I think that. America is going to be on pause and it, it hasn't really happened yet, but I think that there's going to, I mean, everybody's got to take a, a hit on this. I mean, just because somebody owes you a debt with your credit card company or anything else, I, I think that countrywide is going to have to, you know, take a pause where until this shit's over, I mean, because who in the right man mind right now, if you're living paycheck to paycheck is sending off money to your Bills, your credit card bills and stuff like that. Yeah, like, while you're not making any. Well, I just got me and the wife got uh, what's the name emails from our Apple Card, and they already waived our. We don't have to make a payment this month. They said that we're good till next month. So, yeah. like, we got the email and set it up, and uh, I don't have to make any kind of payment till April. And there's no interest. There's no yeah. interest accruing while that until uh, April. Yeah, and you're talking I think about they closed the, the stores too, right? The most yeah, profitable. they're closed for two weeks. Yeah, and you're talking about one of the most profitable companies in the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if anybody can do it, they can do it. You know what I mean? I hope mm -hmm. my credit card companies get on the bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. I haven't seen any emails like that in my, in my uh, fucking email, uh, my Gmail. Me either. You know, I... I had been saying, I think if you're out there listening, <laughs> shut my shit down for a month. I would appreciate it. You know, I see all my nieces and nephews in schools and a lot of parents are saying like, well, you know, we rely on our kids getting fed there maybe because they're low income or whatever. But a lot of school districts, at least I know Riverside school district is offering um, for them to still go get food. Um, and if their school that they go to isn't nearby, but there's a closer school, they can still go there and get food. So, I mean, that's good that they're still. Yeah, Pomona Unified is doing it, too. Corona Norco is doing it, too. I thought I, yeah. I, so thought I read. So there's resources out there for people. The really shitty part about that is that you even have to do that with your kids. That if you don't make enough money, that you have to get up and, and, and risk your life and your kid's life to take them to school. And feed them because you don't well, get paid enough to do it, uh, you know, at home. Like yeah. that's a, that's a and, shitty and thing. The thing is, is that they're they're uh, they're not like putting up like picnic benches or whatever. They're basically saying like, come pick it up. It's gonna be in a brown bag and take it home. Yeah, but no, what Steph's talking about, and I 100% agree with, is that where did this country get so fucked uh, up that you you that work you, <laughs> that you rely on the government to feed your kids? You know what I mean? That's just, I don't know. I don't know how we got here to this, that position, but that's, you know, that's a big crux of this problem right there. Yeah. It's, not, it's not just feeding your kids. It's babysitting your kids. Yeah. What about yeah. the parents that still have to go to work and they have two small kids that now have to go to a fucking Petri dish of a <laughs> babysitter's place, you know, or some weird building where you have to have your kids taken care of because you have to get up and go to work every morning. Like, you still have to pay the bills. There are still yeah. some parents who have to go to work and they're trying to figure out what they're going to do with their children for two weeks. A daycare, which is also stupid expensive. Mm -hmm. You know? But even then, at a daycare, your kids are exposed to all the other kids. So, exactly. I mean, yeah. right. And the adults that they were, it just basically... Like, like he's, Jake said it earlier, too, it just really brings the whole country to a halt. Not just the people who 
work every day, the people who also work for themselves and, and, and that sort of, I guess really the only people who are stupid safe right now are the, uh, the rich guys. I, yeah, or or the people with government jobs, or the government sending them home, but still writing them a check. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm <laughs> checking your grocery stores for the food that you need and stuff like that. What good is having the check? What good is getting the money if it doesn't buy you the necessities of your household? Yes. So I'm uh, I'm friends on Facebook with a uh, uh, gentleman who performs at the Renaissance Fair every year. Um, but he performs at several different Renaissance fairs and he's having, because he's a self-employed performer, he's having to result, not result, uh, resort to doing online content and asking people to pay to his PayPal account instead of tipping to the hat like they would if they were at the actual show. So, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, wow. they were doing that in China too. They were doing that in China where they were, um, because all the music entertainment performances got, you know, in public got canceled and they were doing online performances and stuff like that. I mean, I don't know. I just think America, I mean, I think morally and just the attitudes of America has changed so much. And it's such a selfish country that this shit's not going to go over that well here. I just don't no, think it is. Not. <clears throat> not at all. Yeah. I don't know if I should be having naked and afraid playing in the background. <laughs> hey, you got naked and afraid going on there? Hey, listen, Jesus. that's preparation because that may be what we look like 30 days from now. <laughs> naked and afraid. <laughs> Mark my words, this is the beginning of the zombie apocalypse. It's going to be Walking Dead Season 2 in about 30 I days. Start. I think Jeff just died. I, I think oh. we're having our first coronavirus death. Viral. Go viral. Live. Jeff, how's your fever? No fever, damn it. Shortness of breath? Nope. Jeff gets shortness of breath when he walks up a driveway. I'm a fat guy with asthma. I always have shortness of breath. Oh, He's a four percenter. Four percenter first to go. <laughs> Eight, eight, Nate King start editing together a memorial for Jeff, so we have <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get a on that. We'll... Of all the times I had to mute his mic. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, pull, we'll pull some YouTube clips. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's getting muted and eating hot shit. Yeah, yeah. Here lies a man who ate a bunch of hot shit and died of a coronavirus. Rest in peace, Jeff. <laughs> all right oh, well shit. yeah i don't know well anyways we were supposed to have a show this tuesday uh we were supposed to have hagatha on uh, i was i was talking to hagatha and um hagatha is still willing to do an online segment so i don't know if we're going to do that um well yeah. the, this the, I, don't, I don't know what's going this on. was a good test run i i yeah, think it would be a good idea i would love to i would love to know what hagatha's take is on the coronavirus. She actually looks. If coronavirus was a person, that's her. Agatha's. <laughs> saying Agatha is coronavirus <laughs> as a person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it, you know what's crazy is like there's nothing else in the news anymore. This is like this is like the 100. percent I mean, there's it's like there's nothing else going on. Like poor Corey Haim. Or Corey Feldman, he was trying to get all this attention to his movie. He drops it, and then coronavirus hits the scene, and it's like, okay, nobody cares that Charlie Sheen was fucking Corey Haim on the side of the trailer <laughs> during the making of Goonies or whatever the fuck. It's like yeah. his whole like he he spent he spent like twelve years prepping for this, talking about it on Howard Stern, all this kind of shit for years. Releases the movie, and nobody gives a shit because at the end of the world, coronavirus came and took the thunder. Well, the fact of the matter that the whole Charlie Sheen thing came out years ago, like it's like, okay, I waited for some other names, and it was like, dude, I already knew this. Yeah, yeah, and then all the big movie productions. All there's a lot of big movies that have been postponed where they they don't want to release it till next year and stuff. Well, what Jeff? What were some of the movies that have been postponed? Or Tom? You uh, Mulan has been postponed. Uh, New Mutants. Uh, Fast Nine has been postponed till next year. Quiet uh, Place. A lot too. of people like um, 
They're calling Onward a flop, even though a lot of people loved it, but no one wants to go to the movies and see it because they don't want to get sick. The new James yeah, Bond got postponed. Movie. Yeah, the new but, James Bond too. Oh, but that's a, James but that's, Bond. I like. But that's the a big James thing Bond. for the for the movies coming out. What are the movie theaters going to do if they don't have new movies? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, know. that was the I thing with Onward. Like, I've heard a lot of people are... say that that movie was amazing and it would have done great, but so many people don't want to go to the theaters. They're calling it a flop. Yeah. Well, if nobody went to go see it. <laughs> yeah. It was good. I saw it. It was great. But I was holding my breath most of the time. <laughs> and luckily... <laughs> Luckily, it was just I don't think that works, theater, Miss. So I wasn't too worried. <laughs> don't breathe it in, huh? Yeah, but I've I saw some pranks already. Like only filling up a theater like fifty percent. I saw some still- prank, some prank in a uh, Midwest somewhere where kids dressed up in the, some Tyvek suits and went running and running around the grocery store, scaring the shit out of people. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Greatest thing I've ever seen today. What are you talking about? It was well, hilarious. <laughs> you know, well, the thing is, whenever there's whenever whenever these there's these mass changes, like whether it's in the market or whatever, like mass changes in society like this, there's gonna be there's gonna be people that come out of this way ahead, making tons of money on some bullshit. And, it's, and I'm I'm sitting around thinking, like, how the how in the world do you cash in on this? And I'm not talking about hoarding food and reselling food at a high price. T-shirt. But there's got to be something out. There. There's money to be made. I just can't figure out what the hell it is. T-shirts. T-shirts. Make t-shirts. I got the coronavirus t-shirts. and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Well, no, what was it? There was somebody who freaking already made a, a, a Panic at the Costco t-shirt instead of Panic <laughs> at the Disco. Oh, yes. oh, yeah, I saw that shirt. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Well, speaking of which, we're, we're getting close to the quarantine, the, the uh, curfew time, so I have to go because <laughs> I, have to, I have to make a run or I have to run out really quick before curfew hits and everything is closed. No. Yeah, nine All o'clock, right, right? Good luck. Yeah, good. Strap it. If you don't have an N95 mask, just tape a maxi pad across your face. That works too. <laughs> <laughs> video it and send it to us. Yeah. yeah, there'd be none of that shit going on my face. <laughs> Come on. Dude, I'll, get, I'll get corona. I'll, listen. I will get and give coronavirus to everybody before I put that shit on my face. Well, it didn't say use <laughs> one. Be a brand new one, Tom. Come now, on. Yeah, not a used one. Two that's tampons in the nostrils, right there. I know that's toxic masculinity, Tom. You're not. You're willing because of your toxic masculinity. You're not willing to do. Ooh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Every, everybody's dropping off like flies. <laughs> I got knocked out because. I don't know. Somebody's calling me. Who's call- oh, oh, Chef Aaron. Aaron. See what happens, Tom is like. All right, I'm back, Aaron. Denying us like a viral video. I don't think our. Did our sound go? No, no. I can't hear anything. No, but I think we're done. No, we're done. I can't hear anything. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear me. Gonna blame it on. on no, I think everyone's just staring. Chef Aaron. Yeah, and you know who you know who fucked this show up, Aaron, Chef Aaron. Anyways, can anybody hear anything? I don't think ours are just moving. Chef Aaron, I think just our lips are moving. Uh, Nate, give me the thumbs up if we're good. Oh, they're good. They can hear us. You can't hear them. But I can't hear them. Hold on. I hear you guys. Fuck it. I guess we're going to wrap it up. Tom had to go. You know, he should strap the, the tampon or tamp. No. Well, tampon would work, too. If you only up the nostrils. Nose, if you put one up each nostril, that, that could definitely work. No, no. He needs to string a, a maxi pad. Across his face. That's what I would say. Yeah, my sound's done. As I say, you strap yeah. it on there. It's a DIY N95 no, respirator. No. Hey, if we can keep blood from getting on white pants, it can keep the coronavirus out of Tom's nose. <laughs> Guaranteed. I just had to. You heard it here first. DIY respirators. Max. Jeff, stop unmuting yourself. This is Jake from Radio Underland. We've been uh, having a little quarantine party, and other than that, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna go live quite a bit this next week because we ain't got other shit to do. Anything to do. Yeah. We're gonna play board games together (laughs) and have fun. We can finally play Monopoly Millennials now. Yeah. 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 
We're going to do end of end of civilization, trivial pursuit, all kinds of fun stuff. How would you defend your, your compound? Uh, if you were going to be quarantined, who's the number one celebrity you want to be quarantined with? Not Tom oh. Hanks. <laughs> Other than that, I'm going to call it a night for right now. I will see you guys later. Night, all, guys. all right, party people. Hey, later. You know? This is going to be a team effort on everybody involved. Well, we're talking to Americans really need to step up and be Americans right now. And if we want to get through this, it's going to take everybody working together. So if you see somebody, help them out. If they need something that you've got, we got to work together on this one because it's going to be a team effort to get through this. That's the only way that we're going to get through this. So everybody out there, be good people. I mean, I know people neighbors. that were like trading eggs for toilet paper because one had more eggs and the other one had more toilet paper. Right now I'm offering to trade shit for toilet paper. So you got to work with everybody. <laughs> all right. I'll, t I'll oh. see you guys all later. We're out. I can't all right. Get out later. Of here. Later. later. later.